Hello, this is Richard Russell, and welcome to Creativity and Composition. Today, we're going to be talking about habits, good work habits. Composition and any kind of writing, I think, is a discipline. Ooh, loaded word there. Uh, think about that discipline. But it is true, you have to discipline yourself. For a lot of people, it is much easier to turn on the TV or surf the web than it is to discipline yourself. Here we are entering the third week of January, and I suspect this is where most of us begin to lose our way regarding our New Year's resolutions. I spoke quite a bit about that on a podcast from the first of the year, and if you haven't listened to it yet, uh, please go back and review. In that podcast, I talked about setting some goals for yourself for the new year ahead, but I didn't talk too much about practical day-to-day ways to implement those goals. Now, I recently came across some interesting ideas that put together, I think, represents a good healthy point of view for the year ahead and in forming good work habits. I heard a podcaster uh, talking about something that habits are like rope. You know, if you break up a rope, it gets reduced into smaller, tiny strands. And all the tiny strands are weak by themselves, but wrapped together, they create a strong cord, a rope that is much more useful than an individual strand of twine. Well, when you start trying to get a good habit going, your habits are much like those strands. Each time you do a particular habit all by itself, it's not much, but with repetition, you strengthen the bonds that hold the strands together until you've got a well-coiled, strong rope. Now, habits, of course, can be good habits or bad habits, and I'm sure you've got some bad habit you aren't too proud of, and if you take a step back and think about it, however pervasive your bad habit is, is directly related to how often you repeat it. All this means to you is it's to help you think about the good habits you want to have to become a stronger composer. For instance, in my New Year's podcast, I talked about how you should give yourself an hour a day just for composition or to further your career. I told you how I get up at 6 a.m. every day to write. Now, before I started that habit, I thought it was doomed. I've always been a night person, and so I thought I'll never be able to feel creative at that hour of the morning. I've also told myself... I've got to quit my composing and get ready for work very early every morning, so how silly is it to get up an hour earlier and just have to cut myself off? It's funny how the mind works that way. When confronted with something that's actually a pretty good idea, how often do we subconsciously try to sabotage ourselves? And I have to say, out of time management necessity more than anything else, I've tried the 6 a.m. one-hour routine, and through repetition, it has worked. Sure, some mornings are really tough and very little of any useful composition comes about, but I reward myself by realizing I've stayed with my good habit. I've added another strand to this ever-thickening rope. This is now a pretty hard habit to break. And even if the morning's composition was a little less than wonderful, here's another little secret for you to think about. No matter what the rest of the day brings me, I will know that I've given myself that hour to myself for what I want to do, and no one can take that away from me. In fact, most nights I go to bed sort of thinking about what I'm going to work on the next morning. What a great way to fall asleep. I wake up ready to get going. And there's another benefit of this habit. Having only an hour to compose every morning keeps the well from running dry. I used to compose in bursts of inspiration, and this is a great way to compose too. But I would compose in the zone, so to speak, and continue for hours on end all weekend or all night. 
But when the inspiration fell flat or dried out, when I wasn't in that zone anymore, I'd have nothing to fall back on. That's why it's so important to have good habits deeply ingrained. Practice at your good habits. Trust the routine. Even if any particular strand may seem weak, any particular morning may not have turned out so great, recognize you are building something much stronger for yourself. Violinists and pianists and singers develop good habits for their instruments. You should too. So, I talked about how I was combining some ideas here. Another terrific idea I recently came across had to do with not having New Year's resolutions at all, but rather monthly resolutions. Let's call them habits instead. Let's have 12 new good habits by the end of this year. For the purposes of this podcast, I hope your habits are related to your composition career, but really it could be anything you feel you need to work on. Perhaps for the current month, you can have your new habit be getting up early to compose, or if your lunch hour or after dinner is better, whatever. Start doing this for an entire month, one strand at a time, until this turns into a well-formed habit. Then, the next month, Perhaps you can devote to learning a new composer each week. Maybe you are the kind of person who only ever listens to classical composers. Well, for the first week, immerse yourself in some Bartok or Stravinsky, or find a living composer such as George Santakas, whom I've mentioned on the show before, or Chen Yi or Augusta Reed Thomas. Get a CD or two or three and spend a week immersing yourself in some of their pieces. Listen to each piece at least twice at the very least, hopefully more. Even if you hate it on the first listen, or the second listen, or the third listen, let yourself get into it. Why are you not liking it? Or, why are you liking it? Consider the elements of music that we've discussed on this podcast that the composer is or isn't using. Then, find yourself a new composer for the second week and do the same thing. At the end of the month, you'll be intimately knowledgeable about four composers you would not have otherwise ever gotten to know. Think of how much richer your career will be as a composer and how much more firm in your convictions about what makes for good composition. So on to the third month and the fourth months and so on. What other ideas might you have? Maybe you can be developing a contact network for your music business database. New performers, fellow composers, publishing contacts, maybe all of their email addresses, etc. Find a new contact, one a day, or develop a follow-through routine and follow up with a new lead each week. Maybe the next month after that, you will focus on your education, reading a chapter a day on a book about orchestration, or maybe you want to read a bio of a composer you've discovered in month number two. So you see how this habit a month concept is really a pretty contagious idea. You don't have to map out the entire year ahead, but you should be thinking forward to what you will be working on in the following month. That way you won't hit any given month wondering, what do I do now? One caveat, I would discourage you from creating habits using negative words. In the field of education, they have such a thing as teaching by bad example. That's where they point out someone or something that is obviously wrong and say, don't be like that. Well, folks, don't be like that. Don't start off this project by compounding any bad habits with this bad example syndrome. Build positive habits instead. For instance, if you have the bad habit of starting a composition and never finishing it, don't say, my habit this month is to stop starting and stopping all the time. See how that's kind of a negative built on top of a negative habit? Instead, find a way to put a positive spin on this for yourself by saying, I will work on this piece I started every day from 5 to 6 p.m. no matter what. Now, why is this that I'm saying that? 
I think human beings are goal-oriented, and we move toward positives. We strive, we grow. Remember, you are building good habits strand by strand. You aren't trying to dismantle bad habits by tearing apart all the strands. Concentrate instead on staying positive and building stronger, better habits. Okay, enough with the negative portion of this show. Now, in case it needs to be said, by the second or third month, you've got two or three good habits, right? Good habits that you'll keep up with, right? You've got the healthy habit of giving yourself an hour to compose. And now you've got the healthy habit of learning about new composers and expanding your musical knowledge, right? So by the end of the year, you've got 12 new healthy habits. And by the way, with all that practice, you've also developed the healthy habit of developing healthy habits. So why not drop me a note? And let me know what healthy habits you've got going for you. Visit my website at www.rdrussell.com. That's R-D-R-U-S-S-E-L-L.com. Until next time, this is Richard Russell with Creativity and Composition saying, keep creating.